listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Charlie. And... Audrey. With special guest this week... Sarah. So, as you guys can tell, we're doing something a little bit different this week, because we have a guest that we didn't tell you about. Uh, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah is Charlie's better <laughs> half, so uh, she's joining us for Captain Marvel, the movie, so... We're not doing comics this week, guys. We said uh, Nightcrawler, and we're going to promptly not do that for about three weeks. <laughs> it's in the works. It's in the it works, is, yes. Yeah. So that's great. So, Sarah, uh, let's uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, have you seen all the Marvel movies? Any favorite Marvel movies? Anything? Yeah. Um, like Mike said, I am Charlie's wife um, and baby mama. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so I haven't seen all of the Marvel movies, I don't think. You've seen think, most of them. I think there's some Thors that I missed, maybe some yeah. Captain Americas, but most of them I've probably seen now. I'd say a strong 75 to 80%. Yeah. Um, I definitely tend to lean towards the Iron Man, mm-hmm. the Avengers movies, really enjoy them. Probably wouldn't have started watching them until I started dating Charlie, but have started to really enjoy them, so... Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> accurate. Very accurate. But basically, I'm just a basic bitch who was introduced to these like kind of geeky movies that mm-hmm. aren't really that geeky anymore, honestly. So right. um, here I am today mm-hmm. to talk about Captain Marvel. Who mm-hmm. amongst us has not been dragged into a fandom by a loved one? <laughs> Correct. Usually, exactly. I do the dragging. But <laughs> he doesn't watch Real Housewives, so oh. I'm still working oh. on that. But I started he's... 90 Day Fiance. Oh, there you go. Yes. Oh, oh, yes, 90 Day Fiance. I love 90 Day Fiance. I just left yeah. it on and I just kept watching it, and finally, he's like, "What is this?" I was like, "Come sit on the couch." Yeah, see, <laughs> so, I got some it. weird catfishing and learn going on about these people. Yeah, so I got into that. Yeah. Just absolutely wildlife. I don't understand how they do it, but no, fantastic, a, a miracle to behold. <laughs> it's very entertaining. We love it. We yeah, love to see it. True. I, well, you probably saw your first Marvel movie when Charlie was living with me. Um, it was about a decade ago now. Yeah, probably. I would say so. Maybe the second Avengers. Maybe yeah, that Age sounds about Ultron. right. No, probably the first Avengers. Wow. No, because I what on DVD are you saying? maybe uh-huh. back in the day because i remember specifically seeing the avengers movie I, and i know we talked about this during the captain america but that was when i was at basic or no oh. i was in virginia yeah Sorry. you were in virginia i was in virginia and i and i had to miss it because of being at basic and then i remember watching it in virginia a bunch of times yeah. at the on base theater okay i suppose you guys didn't start dating until after you got back yeah right after yeah, yeah we started with the iron mans because that's Probably. really the most approachable way to get someone who mm. isn't into marvel or thinks that they're not into marvel into marvel because agreed those movies are just so funny and mm-hmm. robert downey jr is just yeah. amazing right true yeah. well i we we were actually we rewatched it while we took a nap today um nice. and I realized that this movie would be wild if you had never seen any of the other movies. If you were watching them in chronological order like we're doing and you hadn't seen any other Marvel movies, this movie would be very weird. Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. especially the the after credit scene is like in Endgame 
when they're waiting for her mm-hmm. to show up to Earth. Mm-hmm. So like that that end credit scene, you got Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> yeah. who's a blonde. Who, who's you, a blonde? You got yeah. Captain yeah. America with a full beard. You, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, like it's just like wow, you don't know who any of these people are. Like I I think you got Rhodey and um Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think at some point they you know that all the movies were kind of approachable on their own, and I don't know at what point in the MCU, which would be an interesting thing to look at, but at what point they were like, no, you have to see everything. Sorry. Probably the probably age of ultron i would think age of ultron okay yeah because age of ultron she had not seen it before okay so i had not seen winter soldier which is kind of important for in between yeah but i only saw half of age of ultron for the longest time Mm -hmm. yes we recently corrected this yeah (laughs) and then we were watching wandavision and i was like what happened with Ultron again? <laughs> I was like, I don't remember for some reason. Oh, you never saw it in the yeah. first place. Speaking of WandaVision, actually, there's a scroll in WandaVision that gets brought up and then it probably comes from this yeah, movie. It's yeah, the, it's the kid, the yeah. kid scroll. Yeah. yeah. So tying all together. Hmm. Yeah. It's all, it's well, all that's connected. Some of, that's some of the first media that's come out since this movie came out because I also thought about it. We, there's only been one Avengers movie yeah. that's come out since this movie came out. Yeah, which is okay. Yeah, they're fine. trying to go to the next phase. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting because they inter- technically introduced the scrolls in the 90s, but we have 22 other movies that do not address scrolls in any way. I'm okay with that because yes. I feel if you were just to have this secret invasion yeah. situation where you're just that could be a scroll, you know, you take nothing, yeah. for, you know, you take it nothing seriously. Exactly. In the movie. So, anyway. Yeah. So, how about we get into some statistics on the movie? Mm-hmm. What do you got for us, Audrey? Yeah. Captain Marvel was released in 2019, uh, February 27th, and that was the London release. March 8th was the United States release. The budget was $152 million to $175 million, and the box office return was a whopping $1.128 billion. So pretty good return on investment on that one. It's not too bad. (laughs) Which is, yeah, it's a lot Uh, to comprehend, especially for how blah the movie is (laughs) overall it it had a pretty negative reception too when it first came out and i think a lot of that was a lot of sexist people but uh, not all of it but yeah not all of it but it's uh you know anytime you have a female-centric lead there is going to be that incel backlash yeah Yeah. um and they have a sequel planned called the marvels that's scheduled for release uh november 11th 2022 yeah and if uh, i remember reading somewhere that it was the fifth uh, highest grossing movie that year Mm -hmm. and it had the sixth highest opening weekend of all time cool so of all time for all movies correct yep the, uh, of the top like top 10 like seven of them are marvel movies yeah mm-hmm. well, james cameron yeah I, I think i think captain marvel Avatar. has now dropped down to number seven with um endgame oh you thought you say the re-release of avatar because <laughs> cameron couldn't handle the cameron cameron couldn't handle it he didn't like falling down to number two so they re-released it in china yeah. so dumb Whatever. I don't like that movie. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that movie either. Thank you. I've never seen that movie. Don't it's not. I yeah, like don't it. worry about it. It's kind of cool, but it's not worth it. Yeah, I kind of like it. I had to watch it like fifteen <laughs> times one semester for college because I had to write a report on it, and it was like a wow. deep dive onto like the politics and oh environmental God. like symbolism and mm. stuff like that of the movie. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, see, it's just like a once every five year movie for me. But I remember the first time I watched it, I was working at the theater, and I came in like 
absolutely stoned <laughs> believably high like that to the point wild, where man. i couldn't even really walk straight and i remember watching this in 3d and just being enamored oh, that, with this. Okay, oh wow that 3D. is it is one of the movies for me that justifies the 3d yes. yeah and yeah if but... you can see it in theaters in 3d it's probably worth it and high yeah well, well yeah that, that doesn't hurt you know uh drinking while drinking or while watching marvel or okay Drinking while watching Captain Marvel did help a lot. That's true, yeah. Yes, to absolutely. be fair, I was a little anxious that night because my car was gone. But yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Well, understandably. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into a little bit of plot here. Perfect. So I am using a very truncated one because this movie is convoluted as hell to try to explain. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I didn't so full disclosure, I did not remember a lot of this movie going into rewatching it. Yeah, that's fair. It's not one I've rewatched many times, like Agreed. Iron Man and some of the others. I would say this is my fourth least watched Marvel movie. Fair. Behind fair. Incredible it's your Hulk. First. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Incredible Hulk is the least watched. Uh, dark. Uh, what is it? Dark Side or Thor? Thor. Ragnarok. Oh, the Dark, dark World. Dark, dark World. That's what it was. Yeah. I've the, never seen that one. Then, then one. Captain America. Then Captain Marvel. Those are my mm. four lowest in that order. Interesting. I mean, I like it because of Brie Larson. But, you know. Okay. We're, we're going to address <laughs> we that. Ha- Here we go. We're going to address <laughs> the thirst about- meter. Yeah, we got to address this up top. Charlie, out of 10, out of 10 water, water bottles, bottles, what's your thirst level on Brie Larson? Oh, 11. Uh, 11? <laughs> okay, name two other movies she's been in. I don't care. Wow. See? Wow. Exactly. <laughs> it is what it is. Oh, my God. That's I don't feel fantastic. bad. She, oh, I was just watching a movie that she was in, and I was like... Brie Larson? But, oh, God, I can't remember what it was. It was like a movie from the 90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we, had, we had recently watched uh, Scott Pilgrim. She's in the... Oh, yeah. my God. That's she what... She is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. Mm-hmm. And, and um, 21 Jump Street. Amazing. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she is kind of one of those people where you go... If you, like, look at her... Um, what's it called? I am... IMDb. IMDb. Like, if you look at her, you're like, oh, she's in everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's really good. Yeah, Which she is, is why... It's so interesting. For yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting how this movie turned out. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's uh let's jump into this plot. Oh, I my thirst yes. level for Brie Larson. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. Wait, yeah, we're going around the table. A solid six. Solid six, solid six. Well I I don't know. I, I give a thirst level for everyone because I'm bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. How about you? you I am not, but I will still give a thirst level because she is beautiful. Um in the movie probably a five Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. her as a human being outside of it probably an eight you know i Mm -hmm. will agree with that actually yeah Yeah. i just yeah yeah we'll talk about it but it was interesting uh i was more thirsty for her when she was in that uh air pilot's uniform Mm. with her hair pulled back oh yeah no for sure i was like interesting um i didn't think like a spite like tight like spandex suit would make someone less attractive but somehow it they somehow, did it in this movie yeah it's just oh, heresy yeah. right yeah right i don't oh, know i just meant pretty large yeah no no i no, I, and I respect that no i respect that <laughs> all right so on to the plot here in 1995 on the kree empire capital of hala star force member veers suffers from amnesia reoccurring nightmares involving an older woman yan rog her mentor and commander trains veers to control her abilities the supreme intelligence, the artificial intelligence that rules the Kree, urges Veers to keep her emotions in check during a mission to rescue an undercover operative infiltrating a group of scrolls and alien shapeshifters with whom the Kree are at war. Veers, captured by a, by a skull commander Talos, 
That was a weird sentence. I don't like that. <laughs> We're just going to go with it. All right. Uh, a probe of Veer's memories leads them to Earth. So I did not like that opening fight scene on that skull scroll planet, whatever. Where she yeah. fights Jude Law. I agree. Well, the the Jude Law one, whatever. Oh, okay. I, I was talking about when with all the oh. scrolls. Oh, the it, laser tag. Yeah, the laser, laser tag. tag. That's what it looked like. And you got, you got Minerva <laughs> shooting her ricochet bullets all over the place. Like, I shoot one bullet and it kills six people. I will say this again. If I had that in Call of Duty, I'd be much better. Right? That's, <laughs> but you're not a particularly good shot if you can kill six people with one bullet because no. it arcs Bounces around. Off. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They have like weird shield powers and yeah. So a probe of Veer's memories leads them to Earth. Veer escapes uh, and lands on Los Angeles. All right, second, that was the best fight scene in the movie. Was her when she didn't have her hands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know on the spaceship. I, I, yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah, because um, oh. it's funny. It's like clever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That and that was the thing is like that was one of the only times that I found like the comedy in the movie actually matched the tone of what was happening on screen. Mm-hmm. Well, and they identified without saying it, without screaming it, that she's a good fighter yes. and like powerful in her own right without Absolutely. her uh, photon powers. Yeah, like, they exactly. Basically, said she could still do stuff. Like, don't worry Even about without it. Her power. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. But I did like too this movie in general. Um, since we're talking about the probing of her mind, how they didn't just do like a typical uh, origin story mm-hmm. like they're known to do, or that they could have recycled. Instead, it was you finding out as an audience about her powers as she is. Yeah, or, like her discovery of her powers, mm-hmm. which was nice to break that narrative of just the I got bit by a spider. And well, <laughs> now what... I'm discovering my powers thanks to Tobey Maguire. Right, okay. right. No, and well, that, that, they did that with um, Homecoming too, and yeah. and then um, Civil War. They like just don't explain Spider Man. So I think they're starting to lean towards that and a little like bit more. It. Yeah, me I too. totally dig it. Yeah. They can skip over the stuff they've done eight times right. in yeah. many different forms. Mm-hmm. So her presence attracts shields. Oh, uh, this was the other thing. Yes. So Talos kidnaps her and he's like, you know, I'll tell you my secret if you tell me yours. How does he know that she knows this information? That is a valid question that never gets answered is why do they know she's important? Right. Like this seem- This is like a, ran- a seemingly random Person. ambush. Yeah. 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 Especially since this is her first mission, so it's not like yes. they have like a lot of maybe, info. Maybe they didn't know, and then as like this is like their SOP for every person that they capture is to like <laughs> dig into their brain because that's how they got that other guy's subconscious oh, yeah. buried. You know, like that code that he had buried in subconscious. So maybe that's just like part of their thing is they say, "Hey, we're gonna you know dig into their subconscious and like find out this code," and then they just ran into like all this stuff. Valid, they valid. <laughs> like they just attack random people and. Well, no, they're Hope trying the to. Best. They're trying to infiltrate. Well, they're tr- they were the attacking Cree. Cree. Oh yeah. yeah. So okay, then okay. they had buried these codes in their subconscious because they're shapeshifters. So yes. then I think they're probing to do that. It it just seems interesting that the, it was very convenient. It was the one yeah, person sure. that had the exactly. the person that they needed to find. Well, no, that that can be because they knew about the light drive because they were specifically looking for the light uh, mm. faster than light drive that's because true. that's where his family was. Maybe because she's not blue. Mean. I mean, no Yanrog isn't either. No idea. That one I just. Pulled that, out that's one another thing that always confused me about the Kree is like. Why are they? Why are some blue? They, they call it a race. Yeah. But like. It's not. It's not. It's I don't a collective. Know. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like a collective. I mean, I, I guess what is a race? But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know how nitpicky that is, but it's always like convenient. Well, that's a. I know that it confused a lot of people that like Yandu's not Kree. He's not. No. Oh. <laughs> See exactly. <laughs> 
All right. Anyways. I love Yondu. Yeah. He's like my favorite character. Yeah, he's great. So Brie Larson's uh, presence, not not Vers, Brie Larson specifically attracts uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. agents Fury and Coulson, who investi- whose investigation is interrupted by a squirrel attack. Uh, Veers uh, recovers a crystal containing extracted memories in an ensuing chase while Fury kills a squirrel impersonating Coulson in the car. Mm-hmm. So, Fun. I mean, it's a decent that- chasing. Yeah, that's a good scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She punched an old lady. That was dope. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah. That's probably the funniest part. Uh, I would agree. I, I, mm-hmm. I also think that's the scroll that's uh, uncounted for at the end. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Because that one just disappears and never comes back. Yeah. That might be it, yeah. We never see that random man <laughs> ever again. Um, I, I, It's upsetting that most of the really fun or like likable parts of the movie involve Nick Fury rather than the main character. I 100% agree with that. And I think I think that's <laughs> I know. What? Yeah. It, it's it's hard. Like it's it's hard because yeah, you you want Brie Larson to excel in this right. movie and then you got you got Samuel Jackson who's kind of stealing the spotlight from her. Yes, yeah. in every scene. Yeah. It's like he always gets the punchlines. He's and I think too like when we were watching it, I was like so infatuated that all of his wrinkles are gone and like I don't mm-hmm. know, as yeah. someone mm-hmm. who isn't like as involved or as engaged in the plot, like sometimes those are the things I and then I'm like, "Oh wait, there's a whole scene that's gone by and I Mm-hmm. He really doesn't bring a whole lot other than Brie Larson, like, let's hang out for half of this movie so that people <laughs> will like it. I don't know. Well, that's what it's it... Aw- it's weird. It's what it feels like. It It is awkward. There's a weird, awkward vibe yeah. whenever they interact. And I, think- and, and I don't think it's like... I don't think it's Brie Larson's fault, you know? Mm. I, I Either it's direction or writing, but... Because um, Samuel Jackson is playing, like, the fun reactionary character and she's the straight man. Yeah. Rather than Nick Fury in the other movies being like the serious straight man. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a role reversal for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why it's likable yeah. to me. Uh, also, I, I do yes. want to comment that, that the CGI on Nick Fury, fantastic. Is it is really astounding. Good. Expensive and amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was the whole, that was my takeaway was, Again, we invest way too much money in these movies, but I get it. Whatever. It's pop culture. Yeah. And I'm watching them, and here we are talking about it, so I yeah. can't really say anything. No. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. They, they have jobs. So, <laughs> technically, job creators. I also love finding out how Nick got the scar on his face. That is also, like, yeah, that's a pretty great. But that's sad that that's one of my biggest highlights from the movie, or one of my biggest takeaways. Like, oh, that's really funny. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We we had also talked about it a little bit earlier that this movie it didn't really matter that it was set in the nineties. No, that was no. my other. Why didn't they make it like a fun nineties period piece? Like they have stuff from the nineties in it, but the actual style of the movie doesn't reflect that. Like all of the space stuff is super modern. It's what you'd expect to see out of space movies now. Yeah, and mm. like it, they could have done, um, you know, a nineties style movie like in tone or in um timing or um pacing that yeah. kind of thing are the comics in the 90s as well uh the captain marvel ones yeah um i know that captain marvel are. was around like in the 70s is when she started yeah, yeah. so that's 100 percent their decision like the directors and the producers to do yeah. it then mm-hmm. yeah that I, is interesting. Honestly, i mean i think it's to, to attract a new audience though right like my mom and dad who maybe can't really understand the marvel movies as well as our generation like maybe it's something to cling on to like yeah. 
that they're going to play these songs or they're going to wear these clothes. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. And well, that was the thing is like, it very much reminded me of the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's just like smoking, like pointing at the screen. Like, oh, I recognize that. Like Blockbuster, Radio oh, Shack, that sort of stuff. Point. Like none of that actually matters. Sure, mm-hmm. you have a little bit of nostalgia, but it, none of yeah. it, it being in the 90s does not matter to this movie even a little bit other than the timing for future movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the only mm-hmm. reason I could think of that it needed to be in the 90s. I it, felt like they should have played with it more. Yeah. yeah. Well, because as soon as like a- after that initial like chase scene, they don't go to a city again no no <laughs> oh really. you're right yeah they go it to doesn't like, even matter yeah they go to yeah. the air force ba- base and then they, they have their in the country it's just yeah. the soundtrack after that yeah, yeah. it's just the soundtrack that's after so that. interesting i didn't even think about that so i don't know i thought it was weird a but... plus in that verbal meme yeah right oh. I'll, I'll post oh, it. Sure. i'll post it when i post the, the thing <laughs> so uh Talos, disguised as Fury's boss, Keller, orders Fury to work with Veers and keep tabs on her. Using her extracted memories, Veers and Fury go to Project Pegasus installation at a U.S. Air Force base. They discover Veers was a pilot presumed to have died in 1989 while testing an experimental light speed engine designed by Dr. Wendy Lawson, whom Veers recognized as the woman from her nightmares. After Fury informs S.H.I.E.L.D. of their location, a team lead- led by Talos disguised as Keller arrives. Fury discovers Talos's ruse and helps Veers escape in a cargo jet with Lawson's stowaway cat, Goose. So, yeah. I, it kind of surprises me that the Air Force ga- uh, base allowed a cat to just chill on that base for, like, six years. I mean, I, I guess... Mean, eh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It felt weird to me, but... Things happen. Yeah, I suppose it is a military installation. <laughs> well, it's kind of like whose job is it to deal it's like with a this? Shop cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I mean, true. See that. Yeah. So yeah, I also found it interesting. Like, I, this the base scene too. Like, essentially, was just an escape thing. Like, again, the information that was gained here didn't feel super integral to the plot, no. other than like, oh, she's actually the person in the memories. Like, that's all it does is reaffirm that. And I felt like it was a very long scene to do that in. Do they find yeah. uh, her friend through the for, through this information? I believe so. That they get the yeah. lead for that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. yeah, they find her partner, or they find like a picture of her or her them partner. together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the true. best way to yeah. phrase it. Yeah. Uh, we we ship them, so yes. Yeah. They fly to Louisiana to meet former pilot Maria Rambo, the last person to see Veers and Lawson alive. Rambo and her daughter Monica reveal that Veers is Carol Danvers, who was once like family to them. Talos, arrive, arriving unarmed, explains that the Skrulls are refugees searching for a new home, and Lawson was Marvel, a renegade Cree scientist helping them. Talos pay, plays a recovered recording from Lawson's jet, prompting Danvers to remember the crash. I it didn't occur to me right until right now that literally the scene prior to this Talos was shooting at her trying to kill her and then shows up unarmed like hey are we cool it's like no like you tried move- to murder me yeah. like, <laughs> like technically he had a different uh, face at the time but that's still weird to me I it didn't well, occur to me no yeah I guess I don't know it still feels weird to me maybe saw he's overpowered and he's like well can't beat him better join him <laughs> right <laughs> yeah uh, and the gag with the computer was kind of fun, but I also felt like they dragged it just like a little too long. I thought it was brilliant. It, it was funny. Don't get me wrong. It was Love very funny. Because yes. it brought back some memories. Mm-hmm. That was the computer I had. <laughs> it probably was slower, actually. Yeah. Now, now that I think about it. 
So Talos <laughs> plays a recovered recording from Lawson's jet, prompting Denver to remember the crash. Yanrog killed Lawson to prevent her from destroying the engine before the Kree could recover it. Destroying the engine herself, Danvers absorbed the energy from the ensuing explosion, gaining powers but losing her memory. So, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing crazy. Origin story. Also, but another question I had, if she shoots the engine... And then this energy, I mean, does it just go in, like, a path towards her? Wouldn't it hit Yanrog? Yeah, because he was pretty close to it, too. He was super close. Because he gets thrown, I guess he gets thrown out of the way from the explosion. I but, guess. like, she was closer to it, so, like, you'd think it would throw her even further away. I, yeah, I, I just thought about that when I was watching it. Yeah. You know? No, that makes sense. <laughs> Maybe it's because she had, like, Marvel's blood on her hands or something. Maybe. And it's like, yeah, yeah she's kind of. It's a conduit. It's she's kind of Just cream blood. <laughs> yeah. Right? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Again, it's it. uh, right. It's, it's very, like, it's very convenient. Explainy, yeah. Away. Mm-hmm. So Danvers, Talos, Fury, and Rambo locate Lawson's cloaked laboratory orbiting Earth, where Lawson hid several scrolls, including Talos's family and the Tesseract, the power source of Lawson's energy, er, engine. There, Danvers is captured by Starforce and interferes or interfaces with the Supreme Intelligence. So I wanted to talk about that scene because I hated it. It's dumb as hell. I don't like the Supreme Intelligence. I think it's stupid. I, I will die on this hill. <laughs> you know what's funny? Michael, no, it's an allegory for the patriarchy. Oh, I understand. I understand what it yeah. is, but it's dumb. Uh, uh, much the like the patriarchy part. is. Oh. <laughs> True. I thought the funniest part was I, I watched it with closed captioning and when they played Nirvana and said upbeat music playing I was like wait what <laughs> that is incorrect uh, you don't know what Nirvana is do you, you upbeat you, you say you know it was some like 20 something like that's never heard Nirvana in their life doing those closed yeah. captions yeah. like <laughs> yeah I know and like I don't know the the person that was playing uh, the supreme intelligence that also played Lawson like I don't know if it I think it was direction because I know it's supposed to be kind of like off putting their like emotions and stuff like that but it just it didn't feel AI enough and it didn't mm. feel human enough like it tried to split the middle and didn't hit either yeah I so, agree with that I don't know that was just my thought on it I just thought it was really bland. Yeah, like, I think uh, if they wanted to make a bigger impression with the Supreme Intelligence, she would have had to spend more time with the mm-hmm. Supreme Correct, Intelligence yeah. rather than what was it, two two scenes? scenes yeah, because you're not building anything. Mm-hmm. You know, this is supposed to be something that you come to talk to as like a I, I would say like a deity almost. In yeah, some right. way. yeah, but there's a no a deity, a god. That? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But instead, it's just. It just feels random because you're not, they don't build the relationship. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it also feels weird because, like, this is the AI that, like, rules the entire Kree, but, like, some random strike force is going and talking to it. Yeah. yeah. I, they didn't, like, I, I feel like they should have had a scene where they, like, had a little bit of ceremony to it, and that would have mm-hmm. added to the weight of yeah. the encounter. But, yeah. well, and then they just bring it to the ship. So it's like, uh, yeah. How I don't I don't know. Does every one of the Kree ships have access to the supreme intelligence? Like mm. that, that seems wild to me. You just need fiber grade internet. Um, <laughs> and you are good to go. A, a really specific USB port. <laughs> a USB. What would that be like at that point? Like a, a, a USB V or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> so after interfacing with the supreme intelligence, uh, Danvers is able to remove the Kree implant that is suppressing her powers during the conversation allowing her to reach her full potential. In the subsequent battle, Fury retrieves Goose, who is revealed to be an alien flerkin, 
Gloose swallows the tesseract what? and scratches. I, I did love eye. that part. Yeah, Flurkin. Yeah, the flurkin. Yeah. yeah, that was kind. Of, honestly, the flurkin with Fury was probably the funniest part of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't even it, care about the Fury part. I just like that it was a cat and it just ate people. Well, I, I, I yeah, I like that it was a cat. Amazing. That, yeah, that ate people. But yeah. Fury's yeah. reaction to all of the people's reaction of the flurkin yeah. was pretty funny because like all of the scrolls were like terrified of the cat yeah. and like Fury just does not understand. Yeah, and I also I read that Ben Mendelsohn, the guy who plays Talos, mm. he actually loves cats. So <laughs> you know, funny. he had to really act when he was being afraid of the cat. That's great. Uh, that's pretty great. <laughs> the hardest job in his career. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can relate with that because if somebody was like, "All right, you're an actor. You have to pretend like you hate dogs." You're scared. That would be, you're terrified of dogs. I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, this is where I fail. So, um, Carol Danvers fights all of those people uh all, all of her previous teammates which don't forget about the best song ever that they picked oh yes <laughs> <laughs> We're i just rolled my eyes yeah, yeah i don't know if it was an audible eye roll um yeah. I, I remember seeing that in theaters and like i remember hearing some like sighs of just like <sighs> like, <laughs> like like the song choice was just so heavy-handed like the, at this point they're just like yelling girl power in your face and it just it felt weird yeah feels gross yeah. yeah and that's the thing is like i i think brie larson is trying really hard in this movie and i just it's not landing right and i think that it's either direction or writing i have I, no idea what it is i think it's direction i'm just gonna plan a hard stance and say direction because the style the tone and just all of that don't line up which for me leads it to either editing or direction yeah, yeah. so like and like the the, the music just felt very disjointed and it didn't like land over the top of the fight scene particularly well. It didn't really add anything to the fight scene in any way. So, yeah, I think it was really, again, it's the nostalgia. Like, that's a really good song that we it haven't is. heard in a while. But again, you're hitting me over the head with a pot over and over again that she's a woman. And I I, I remember t- when we left the theater, yeah. that was the first thing I said mm-hmm. to Charlie. I was like, can you believe that they picked that song? And you were like, what do you mean? That was a great pick. And I was like, no, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? And yeah. Yeah. I got on board. Yeah. Yeah. No, for, <laughs> for sure. sure. But it's one of those things as a woman too. Like, sure. I think you see it over and over again that even when you put women in these lead roles, it's like, she's a woman, she's a woman and she's fighting and she's doing this and she's doing that. And she has emotions, but she can still fight. It's like, well, we don't really do that with men. Why are we doing that with women? And yeah, or it's like, why can't you just let a good thing be on its own? Yeah, because even her character too, like about the trying too hard. It's this, I'm a bad girl. I'm a bad girl. I'm a bad girl. I'm going against gender norms, and I'm not this girly girl. And it's like pushing too hard that way too. Like, are you talking about specifically that that with Brie uh, Larson? No, yeah, but that that flashback scene. Oh, when she where, falls down a bunch, where she falls down a bunch, and like the and in she the keeps standing back up, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, and I I just think throughout the movie, she's holding her own throughout the entire movie, which is awesome because why shouldn't she? But I think it go like pushes it so far past. Like I don't need anyone. I can do this all by myself. I mean, even in that opening scene, Jude Law the whole time is like control your emotions, control your emotions, control your power. And we didn't really like. I was kind of reading about this morning because I was like, well, maybe they do do that in other Marvel movies, and I'm just not paying attention. I mean, like we have the Hulk. That's a fair one. Yeah. yeah. But right. other than that, right. like, we're like, Thor, throw your thing as far as you can. And yeah. Like, yeah. Captain America, whine as much as you want. Like, 
Honestly, <laughs> I don't the, see that really anywhere else the, except for her. The only yeah. other person mm-hmm. that I can think of that they do that with is Wanda. Oh, yeah. Because okay, she, yeah, for sure. But which, which, again, is like... Another strong female lead. Check your... Yeah. Check your fuck. <laughs> like, but I think... Uh, it's so frustrating. But I think even her, it's more about how to harness... I mean, I know that's what Brie Larson's character is, too. It's about how to harness it for good. But I feel like Jude Law is more like, stop doing what you're doing. Where with Wanda, it's like, okay, keep doing what you're doing and focus to make it do that instead yeah. of this. Where yeah. it's, instead of it's stop, it's recenter, refocus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah. It just, yeah. <laughs> they just beat you over the head with a lot of the the woman power thing. Yeah. And like, which feels very first wave, second wave fem- feminism. Yeah. yeah. Which, like, we don't need right now. Like, yeah. nuance. Yeah. We want nuance. Um, and it's hard because beggars can't be choosers, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, but, can't, I can't complain oh. because she is the lead. She made however much billions of dollars right. on this film. Like, that's amazing that a woman in the lead can make that kind of money in an action movie. But mm-hmm. when you look at Mad Max Fury Road, they yeah. it's it's all near perfect. They have a lead woman character in an Absolutely. action role. She has vulnerability. She has emotions. She it doesn't stifle herself. Like, yeah. they're trying to do all of those things in this movie and like replicate that but failing so so hard because they're they're being too on the nose like they're saying like look we're doing it look we're doing it yeah. absolutely yeah. That's a great like did you guys watch well, the oscars this year at all no. No. even just clips or anything. <laughs> so no. like you know how the oscars have been kind of garbage yeah i mean well, the whole the whole award thing for all yeah. these famous people is kind of stupid in my opinion anyways but yeah, yeah. like i guess a lot of the a lot of it was focused on black and brown people because the Oscars have gotten so much backlash about not recognizing black and brown yeah. people. And Which it's like, valid. like, oh, how do we find this balance of like, oh, we're sorry for being shitty people in the past. So now we're going to highlight this, but still making it a transition that's authentic and approachable and like not just, okay, we used to do that, but now we're doing this and not thinking about what goes in between that like yeah. why were we doing it this way before and how do we authentically transition it's the same mm-hmm. thing with mm-hmm. gender in some instances and i think we see that in this film it's like oh we're just gonna take the man out and we're gonna put a woman in and then we're gonna give her um nick fury just in case it like doesn't work out just to be to mm-hmm. bounce yeah. off of each other mm-hmm. and see what happens i think like that's really it's the vibe i like. got yeah um i agree you know, I also didn't really think about it, but until just recently, is they keep telling her to like contain contain her emotions, but at no point does she really go to an extreme of any sort of emotion. She doesn't ever. Yes, ever. Yeah. Like like th- when they say contain her emotions, it's literally like her holding a fist, and then her fist is glowing because she has powers. It's just, like yeah, like, that 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 is her emotion is her making a fist. Yeah. yeah. Like if I got told to contain my emotions at work every time I made a fist, like <laughs> like she doesn't there it with so much focus on her like you know she's being stifled, she's being repressed, um, literally and figuratively in the beginning of the film. There's no point where she breaks. And has a, an, an emotional breakthrough. Like, yeah. when she meets her friend, there's... I, I don't know. There wasn't... It wasn't a hard-hitting moment. No. And I I think it's because of the direction. Yeah. But it's part of that, too, that she lost her memory. Yeah. So like she doesn't even do know that. the relationship yeah. that she's trying and, to mourn. Or and then, like, when, when she remembers it, to, like, 
does she have that breakthrough then would that she doesn't seem to really like react in any significant way yeah and, and maybe it's because like we are shown their relationship you yeah. but we're never yeah. like it's never yeah. given a chance to grow in any way like it's it's a past relationship that she lost well we never had it in the first place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we don't really feel anything about it but like if i were to compare to other other media where it's like an amnesia kind of thing you can still feel that loss in the other person and there's tension yeah i don't feel the tension i don't feel the like i don't feel the the mourning mm-hmm. of the years past yeah like I, I i feel like born ultimatum and like the born identity series yeah. does a really good job of um you know amnesia you know pulling you through um yeah, and like the loss like, of all of it. Yeah, and yeah, they just don't the, do that here. Right. Mm-hmm. It feels like it was too many different kinds of movies all they, at once. They should have picked a lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's a 90s nostalgia movie. It's a military movie. It's an amnesia yeah. movie. It's, it's a space movie. It's a space movie. It's, you know. A fighter pilot if movie. If they would have went with 90s and Brie Larson. Yeah. No, that could have been great. Probably wouldn't have stopped watching. Also, it was obnoxious. Her hair was perfectly curled the whole time. Yeah, we, we did. Ridiculous. <laughs> there, hey, there's one scene where the curls drop a little bit. Correct. <laughs> it's Brie Larson. The next, the, the next scene, the curls are back up. The curls are okay. back. But to all the girls who listen to this podcast, you know how you curl your hair? You curl one to the back, mm-hmm. one to the front. All of them are in the same direction. That's how you know that it doesn't even, they're not even trying to make it look real. Yep. Yep. And it's a perfect like wavy half curl kind of thing, yes. you know? It's too trendy. It's obnoxious. All right, we should finish the the plot. Oh, sure. (laughs) Danvers destroys... uh, (laughs) Danvers uh, destroys the bomber uh, facing the Kree officer, Ronan the the accuser, and his squadron. uh, He tells his squadron to retreat after just absolutely decimating it, and we see that she is essentially a god now. Just she literally like goes spread eagle wolf flying through space and destroys an entire <laughs> squadron of like vehicles. Like, yeah. I don't know. The Superman uh yes. S- yes. switch got flipped. Yeah, like she, immediately. She turns into almost a literal god. Well that yeah. that was and now that I've rewatched it a few times recently, the fight that she has after getting her inhibitor removed annoys me so much more now. Cause she literally flies through a spaceship. <laughs> And she gets her shit rocked a few times in a fight with a couple of just kind of moderately burly dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she d- she flew through a ship. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say, but she flew through a ship and destroyed it. And a dude punched her in the face and she reacted. Yeah. Like, right? what am I supposed to do with that information? <laughs> the power level does not make sense. No. No, it doesn't make any sense. So, Danvers... Uh, the eventually overpowers Yanrog on earth uh, and sends him back to Hala. Actually. So we, we watched that right after we woke up from our nap today mm. was that scene specifically. Yeah. And it felt very Indiana Jones to us where like the one person is like going super hard, like got his gun, he's posturing, yelling at her, like overcome me. And then she just blasts him. And I, thought so, that, like, I thought that scene was sick. It, don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy the scene, but it felt very Indiana Jones to me. Fair. And, do you, do you know, um, so there, in Indiana Jones and the Ark of the Covenant, um, they're doing that run, the chase through the Arabic market, and uh, the guy swings all the swords, and then you just, boop, shoots yeah, him just with his gun. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt like to me, which, don't get me wrong, could it can be very funny, but again, it, it's just like, 
I don't know. It, it felt weird to me. Like, I enjoyed the scene, but it just felt kind of strange. Maybe it's because I had just woken up today that I had thought about that scene more. I'll, I'll take I... a stand and say I really <laughs> like that one. Because I... he started talking about the same shit he said in the beginning. Yes. And it was kind of a cool, like, closure because she just For punched sure. him. It was just... I. It, I personally didn't see it coming the first time I saw it. Oh, I, yeah. I thought they were going to, like, duke it out or yeah. some yeah. bullshit, you know? Yeah, she was going to rise to the bait. Yeah, but yeah. instead just, like, punches him. I was like, no, all right, I, cool. That is one scene that I still like. Yeah, um, no, I enjoy it. It just felt yeah. very Indiana, Indiana Jones to me. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I like that scene on Indiana Jones. So <laughs> kind, of, kind of biased. That's fine. So Carol Danvers sends Jan Rock back to the back to Hala with a warning to the Supreme Intelligence. Danvers departs to help the uh, scroll. Why didn't she just plug into the fiber internet? And right. <laughs> right. Uh, it's an AI. It should assume context clues. <laughs> right. Danvers departs to help the scrolls find a new homeworld, leaving Fury to uh, leaving Fury a modified pager to contact her in emergency. Meanwhile, Fury drafts an initiative to locate heroes like Danvers, naming it uh, after her Air Force call sign, Avenger. Uh, we kind of talked about it already, but the mid credit scene is uh, set in 2018. The activated pa- mm-hmm. um, pager is being monitored, stops beeping, and Carol Danvers shows up. Uh, in the post credit scene, we have Goose who climbs up on the Fury's desk and throws up the Tesseract. Yeah. So, Both really good. Yeah. yeah. But, Very fun. But again, out of context, if you haven't seen the other That's movies. Okay. They the- expect you at this point. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I think we need to get over that. To be fair, that would be wild if the first movie you had seen is Captain Marvel. Right. That right. would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, and it's all about making money, right? You're confused. Do you want to go yeah. and read more and watch more? I think it's it works both ways for the people who are in tune with it. They're like, okay, we're going to go see what's going to happen next. And right. the people who aren't are going to go back. Like, now that they cool. have Disney Plus. You can watch all of them, and we're in quarantine. You can watch all of them all at once. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, the comics are also structured that way. Okay, they will throw in little um, references or tags, and the be editor. like, "Oh, you can read this in this issue," and and like editor's notes at the end, and sometimes the synopsises in the beginning are like, yeah. you know, this happened here, and now we're here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do I, I like watched it? I watched the movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't read. Yeah. I, you don't have I'm just to. Kidding. <laughs> no, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. So any any final thoughts on the movie? Anything we wanted to talk about still? We kind of hash it out in the middle there, but oh, I'm good with that. I think for someone who um likes to watch the movies with her husband because that's what he enjoys doing and sometimes i like them as well this movie is very confusing mm-hmm. yeah um i'm also not a person who really learns people's names in movies and i know it's a really bad habit so even today i was like so what are the green guys called and what is brie larson called <laughs> that's no, fair that's fine it's very fair <laughs> and like you were kind of saying i can't i think you said it audrey like the there's so many different elements to the movie that it's seven different movies in one and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for someone like me that's very difficult to follow yeah. right <laughs> there's too much going on yeah, yeah. They, they never really picked a lane and, and there's a lot of fair criticism of this movie but i also think it suffered very heavily from the incel backlash like a lot of the discourse that I saw when this movie first came out was just people being mad about a woman in the lead. Well, that's just so right. That's just that's just so stupid. hack. I just can't even. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's just we're and, past that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's just mm-hmm. I I found that Wish crazy me crazy, but I guess 
I kind of live in a bubble where that's not really an issue. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm sure part we of drink it... respect women juice in this house. <laughs> right. so. yeah. Or you just end up in like your echo chamber of friends that yeah. think like you and possibly, yeah. you know, think more progressive. And then you just keep hearing that. And then when you hear this other backlash and you are like, why, why would you ever think that way? Yeah. yeah. Well, and like I said, yeah. there, there's fair criticism in there of this movie. For but sure. They just weren't hitting it. So I, I did like, I, I was going to, bring this up but i thought it was interesting i thought this one kind of it it harked back to like the 2017 syrian refugee crisis Mm -hmm. oh yes yes because the scrolls um as i was saying today you know sarah that they in the comics they are bad people and it is not it's not it's kind of a it's it's a black and white thing you know like they are bad and in this movie that was an interesting plot twist that they went with scrolls are you know refugees they're in need of help and i thought i thought that was interesting i don't know if it was on purpose or definitely yeah definitely it it was a i thought that was a a neat way to take this thing that we are already expecting and and just reverse it that was one element that i did really like i liked how they changed up the scrolls motives that's true um you know because it's like it was pertinent to the time as well like being at least in 2019 yeah yeah um, one actually, the scrolls in this movie remind me a lot more of the scroll that uh, hangs around with She Hulk in the comics. Oh, yeah, uh, um. that won't necessarily mean anything to you, Sarah. <laughs> but uh, in in one of our comic book runs, uh, look at uh, She Hulk episode four if you're looking for it. Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> there is I've, I'm blanking on her name right now, but there's Minerva. a scroll. No, it is. It's not, not Minerva. It is not Minerva. I thought you said it was. Minerva oh. is a Cree. She's the one with the sniper rifle. Interesting. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I, I'm blanking on her name. I'd have to look it up. It doesn't really matter. But she is. We can't remember. She, all names. Yeah. No, she. <laughs> she's a refugee as well, and she's very sympathetic and very much the opposite of what the scrolls are in the comics. And it's she is much closer to what the scrolls are in this movie. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, or like they're they're still willing to do violence, but. Like overall, they are they have motives that make sense and are easy to follow. Where the scrolls tend to be put in just as the na- like the faceless bad people, mm-hmm. which it literally because they can just shape shift into anyone. So yeah, yeah. I point. think though, again, just to be it's this again this damned if they do, damned if they don't argument. Yeah, I agree. I think it was a good idea to like switch it up from the comics. I think it keeps people like you who actually read the comments still wanting to go to the theaters to watch the movies and see what they come up with. But I do think again, it's it's Marvel saying we're not the bad guys. Like we love people. We love people <laughs> of color. We love women. We love Syrian ref- refugees. We're not the bad guys. I think this movie it took a lot a lot of space to say for Marvel to put their money behind we're not the bad guys. We're good people. So we're going to showcase that. Right. Like, and here's the evidence we've, uh, like we have a black person in this movie. (laughs) We have a woman in this movie. We're going to talk about refugees and how we need to be kind to them. And it's like, Again, all things that I really believe in and think are mm-hmm. great, but agree. Do we have to put them all in one movie together to here, talk about? It says, "Here, look, I did good. Here, exactly. Look at me doing check, well. Check. Yeah. But yeah. we're not going to give it two movies. We're going to put all of them exactly. in one. <laughs> exactly. You will not get two movies out exactly. of this. You still don't have a lead, uh, woman of color. You still don't have yeah. like production, like diversity behind uh, the scenes. <sighs> so it's a lot. The, working on it yeah so with, yeah, with I know, black I panther know. i liked a lot yeah i, I think no, they we did captain the america well yeah true yeah captain and, america uh black panther um i want to say the last guardians of the galaxies uh movies those were really well yeah. uh, so also with diverse. with wandavision we're also going to get photon 
mm-hmm. who was the yeah. original Captain Marvel in the Avengers. Hell yeah. So, and that is a black woman. And Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Because if they bring in the Marvels, yep. they have Ms. Marvel. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, yeah. The, the next movie is going to be the Marvel. So you're going to have a, uh, a Pakistani woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm blinking on who the other person is that's in there. When did this movie come out again? 2019? Mm-hmm. Yes. 2019, yeah. 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 I just think, too, there's a lot of shit happening here in 2019. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's in the... They had to take the opportunity to yeah. say they were on the right side of history, right. which I get. Yeah, yeah. If you want to continue to make money and that's true, sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, you're going to have uh, Brie Larson as Carol Danvers, um, and then we are going to. I'm going to. I don't want to butcher these names. Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. I am awful at names. I, I we, <laughs> Iman we... Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan. Uh, Tiana Paris, that might be wrong. Tiana, see the yeah, yeah. as uh, Monica <laughs> as Monica Rambeau. Yeah. Oh, I should and Z- <laughs> I listened to a cool Zoe Ashton. Oh, she's just in it. There's no <laughs> title associated to her. Yeah, and I still think that the next Black Panther is going to be Shuri. I think so too. If if, I if they are, oh yeah, if they're smart, because that that's what happens in the comics as well. Oh really? Yeah, yeah Shuri becomes the Black Panther oh, in the comics. That's interesting. So I'd be right? totally cool with that. Yeah. yeah. Um super good so yeah if if, that would make a lot of sense and i kind of hope they go that way so Mm -hmm. because i think that'd be really cool because i really like that actress as well she she had a very good comedic timing and Mm -hmm. absolutely like she was was great in the movies so yeah probably one of my favorite parts if not my favorite part of that movie yeah but see i think when we're talking about having women be authentic in these movies black panther really was that movie for yes. me agree yeah. where i really saw that come through as not we're women we're women yeah. it was like we're next to the boys what's we're, what's happening exactly what are we doing we're people living in a system where we're yeah you know on par we're with literally like, equals right egalitarian <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly yeah. interesting Panther, plus yeah in, okay. interestingly a movie with two male leads has the strongest woman power like sentiments <laughs> right? in all yeah. of the marvel movies but it makes sense too in all of the the comic books. It's the same way. So I'm kind of sad that they're not going to be able to take ba- Black Panther and uh, have him marry Storm. Oh, because oh, that's how what happens how in the comics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Black I, Panther and Storm are married in the comics. I feel like we would need more X Men movies. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> but no, we don't. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do exactly. Follow up. Actually, if they have Storm, well, brace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, if they if they have Shuri. Mary uh-huh. Storm. I'm still in. Ooh, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Wait, are they making more Disney, X-Men? Disney acquired the Fox. The age difference, though. Yeah. Disney oh, acquired Fox. Just so- kill me. Yeah, so, so they, they will be doing X-Men movies. I love X-Men. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. That's fair. What was that? Yeah. I read it when I was a kid. I love movies What's the one? Um, the funny one. The, the funny, the funny one. one. The bad one. What's I, his name? Apocalypse? No. Deadpool? Deadpool. Oh, oh, I see so that, that. I will. Yeah. That talk is... about a thirst meter. <laughs> but right. those are good. Wait, even when he looks like a fucked up raisin. I take it. Uh-huh. <laughs> if I knew he's going to turn into. Yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're right. Point. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. Personality. Close your eyes. <laughs> nice. so, so you're also a fan of Green Lantern then. <laughs> that's Ryan Reynolds uh, too. Well, no, I so never bad. saw it, but I've heard it so bad, so it's I've never awful. watched it. it yeah, but they, yes, they, I love him. Yeah, they make reference to that in the first Deadpool movie. Oh yeah, did you watch the yes. end there? Where he shoots himself. Yes. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> that was incredible. Spoiler. I mean, I mean if I'm you have not seen it, I don't feel bad. I'm just kidding. All right. Well, I think we're ready to wrap this up. 
So next week we are going Wait, to. We gotta do stars. Bro. Oh, that's true. Oh, yep, yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. Uh, since you brought it up, Charlie, what would you rate this movie? Uh, wait, are we What's doing the five? Scale? Are we five? doing five or ten? Uh, whatever oh, you say. God. God damn it. Let's do it out of five. <laughs> okay, five. Uh, three point five. Three point five. Because Brie Larson. Oh my. <laughs> that's God. That's where the half star comes from. <laughs> we just had this whole conversation about women empowerment. Blah blah blah. <gasps> Brie Larson's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, you I, like what I, you like, I yeah, guess. Yeah. I'm not trying to be weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying to be weird about it. Five star. No. <laughs> Sarah, how about you? What what would you rate this movie? A two. Too confusing and um Oh, too for... confusing. <laughs> <laughs> and all the other reasons that I've passionately explained. Too much girl <laughs> There's too much girl power. Too much too much going on. How about you, Audrey? I would give it uh three stars. Um uh, because like three stars with wine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a three good stars one. with wine. Yeah. Okay. And chatting. Like, like that. that's what I like too. I liked the chatting in between. Like yeah. that really helped me get through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having having people to watch together. it with. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely mm-hmm. helps. Like I said, I napped through that movie today, and it was great. That, right. What that that's <laughs> the weird thing is it's supposed to be an action movie. The soundtrack doesn't like pop off at any point. Yeah. It's just you know yeah. nostalgia songs and you know vague kind of generic instrumentals that didn't add to the tone um because like i napped through that whole thing usually if i fall asleep to a movie i'll like perk back up here and there yeah and that did not happen (laughs) yeah my alarm went off and i was like oh perfect final fight scene let's do this (laughs) michael Michael, what about you i would i would probably do give it a uh 2.5 2.5 i i there's definitely parts of it i enjoyed and i i don't hate the movie but there's a lot that could be improved and a lot that bugged me and it was just kind of mediocre mm-hmm, a lot of fair. time so yeah. I, the comedic timing bugged the shit out of me mm, so yeah yeah what movie came right before it too because didn't black panther come like right before it because i think that was no so when did black panther it was on? um uh, infinity war was the one just oh, before it mm, yeah that one a Black Panther. Mm. Black Panther was like, two or three before. But it, I that's believe. what I'm saying. Like you had all of these banger movies yes. where you were like, "Oh, Captain Marvel is going to be lit," and then you go in and you're like, "Oh no, what's happening?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like underwhelming. Was Infinity War the one right before it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. If you go from that to Captain Marvel, yeah. Well, and then wah-wah. and then they mm-hmm. immediately neuter her in uh, Endgame. Yes. Like she is. Oh, like she's a god in this movie, and then the the yeah. backlash was so heavy, and they're just like, "Oh, her power level's way too high in this movie, so we yes. are going to neuter her." I also did... where was she the whole time? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I also, I also exactly. Did, I did some math today, so the Squirrel Homeworld is about a hundred, uh, about a thousand light years from Earth. So based Delightful. off of how fast radio waves travel in space and the, how the pager <laughs> went off, and it took her twenty two days to get there, she moves about the speed of light. Tony Stark was a hundred thousand miles from, or, or one thousand miles from Earth when he was about to die in the spaceship, and it only took her about twelve hours to get there, and then another twelve to get back. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I was kind of delirious when I woke so up. I, I was like, I need to do math to wake up. <laughs> you know what that feels like, though, when your friend says that they have a girlfriend in Canada. No, really, she's here. Like she exists. <laughs> yeah. she it's like no, really, school. we have a really strong female lead. Yeah, she's just like, not here. Yeah, right. She goes to a different school. <laughs> she. <laughs> It also is... And she's really, really hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is astounding to me that there's been two, like, Earth-ending level effects, like, events that have happened that Fury just, like, nah, I'm not gonna call... Like, nah, we're l- probably okay. Right? <laughs> like, when the aliens invaded and when Ultron was there. I I mean... 
Oh, the aliens. You're never going to get a good answer there. Yeah. You're just going, I mean, you're just going down a rabbit hole. The, you're, it's just, the only, maybe it's a punch card situation. We only have five punches to use with her. <laughs> right? He's like, we got we to gotta hold out because you never know what's going to happen. The, the world is ending. 50% of the people are gone. Call the girl. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. only thing I could think of is like the other two happened so fast that it True. wouldn't have given her time to get there because it did take her like 23-ish days to get the message and get there. Yeah. But still. Well, that was like a universe level of event versus. Yeah. Why does she have to live there? Why can't she live on Earth? No idea. Mm-hmm. To protect the scrolls from the Kree, I guess. Because mm. as long as she's there, she's a deterrent. Okay, so this thing called the Cold War happened, where essentially if you have nukes, people won't attack you. So she's just a nuke. <laughs> so they won't attack the scrolls. <laughs> oh boy! I'm gonna mansplain. Uh, why can't the scrolls? Disgusting. Why can't the scrolls? Okay, why can't the scrolls live on Earth? I. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Bring that girl here. She needs to be on retainer. She needs to be on retainer 24-7 with the Avengers because this is what happens. And the scrolls can look like humans. Mm -hmm. You know how great it would be for S.H.I.E.L.D. to have an espionage group of the scrolls? Exactly. Around the globe. Do you know how little of a threat Hydra would be if you could literally just send an entire unit of people that just look like Hydra agents? It's true. To the DNA level, as they said multiple times yes. in this movie. Yeah. And you'd give all these refugees jobs and housing. It would mm-hmm. be great. Yeah. You're going to mm-hmm. take your job. No. There's room. Charlie. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> so so instead instead of instead of accepting them. So instead of. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> instead of accepting them into our world, we're just going to ship them off to a different world. And we're going to protect Jesus. them still. All, yeah. all like 12 of them. I don't know what they're going to do with their own world, Stupid. but sure. It's dumb. That's why. Unless they were going to go pick up all the other ones. I guess they could do that. I guess. Because it, it, it's like it. 25 years between when this movie happens and when she shows back up. So Yeah. Yeah. What is she doing that? She looks great for being like in yeah, her mid-50s. Exactly. Right. She doesn't age. <laughs> Brie Larson is eternal. <laughs> That's correct. So. All right. So we're, we're <laughs> Now gonna, we're actually going to wrap yeah, it up. Now we're actually going to wrap it up. <laughs> all right. All you out there. You're going to need to like, review, and subscribe to us. I was told to be assertive with this now. <laughs> Fucking like us. Macho. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can get contact us at uh, characterversepod.podbean.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Characterverse. You can follow us on Instagram at Characterversepod. Or, or email us at characterversepod at gmail.com. Or join our Facebook group. Just answer the questions. Join please. the Facebook group. Yeah. It's fun. We had Qdoba again. Yeah, we did have Qdoba again. We're not <laughs> we're not going to do a poll for this one. So I think it's just every time we do a movie. So we're going to have to give Qdoba again on Sunday. I'm going to I'm done with that. be yeah. so full. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm Mike. I'm Audrey. I'm Charlie. I'm Sarah. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time. Bye.